like only yesterday I'd get a blank cassette Record the country countdown Cause I couldn't buy it yet If we drove all the way to Dallas Just to buy an Easter dress We'd take along a Rand McNally Stand in line to pay for gas God knows it's shifting Just like a queen, three on a tree Good evening, everybody. Can y'all hear me okay? Uh-oh. I think this song's going again. Stop that. Okay, so y'all can hear me okay? Give me a five-five. My voice and not the music. 
Awesome. Thank you, ladies. Well, good evening, everybody. Tonight is going to just, it's going to flow wonderful. I know, I know it is because this is all by the grace of God. And I'm so grateful everyone is here. We have a special guest who we'll bring in in just a little bit. But to start with, let's just say a prayer real fast because I think that we should start this off with a good prayer. So if y'all bow your heads with me, we'll, we'll pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that you come into this worship, this family, and that you give me the words and that you give my wonderful guests the words. And I just know, Father, that I thank you for giving me this this opportunity and this voice and this platform. I pray that you are with everyone that's in here live, as well as everybody that's going to be listening later, that whatever their need is, that you may fulfill their needs. And, and meet all of that and then go above and beyond like you always do, Father God. I pray that everyone is just here and that knows that, that God loves them and that the promise is here. No matter where you may be in your life, know that he loves you and that I love you as well. And I don't mean that and say that lightly, but that we all are here as a family and know that together we're going to get through this next chapter, whatever may come to our doorstep. We know that if he brings us to it, he will bring us through it. And it's only by his grace that we get through these things. Father God, we pray for all of those that are lost, that are weak, that are weary, those that don't know you, that are even performing evil deeds. We pray that they they seek your name, they seek your glory, and that they repent. We pray for, for just healing of our nation, healing of our lands as we go into this. We also pray, Father God, that you just touch all of these lives and that you speak through me and through our guests and that you may everyone just hear what I'm saying and hear what she is saying and know that it is all out of love and that maybe they are able to touch someone else. It's in Christ Jesus name I pray. Amen. All right, so tonight um, the topic is Ancient Ways Forgotten But Now Found. And with that, um, I, I want to share with y'all something. You know, this, this show is something that has been something I've prayed on, something that I am very unsure about, but think that it's something that God is calling me to do. And with that... Um, I, I was out, as a matter of fact, the day that I said that I was going to start this show, I was out in my yard. We we are in the process of moving. Um, we have been established on our property since May, but late May, early June. But we've still been in the process of moving. And there's been so much that's that we found on this land. And it's been by the grace of God that we were here, not in Tennessee. Because we also had put in an offer and a contract in Tennessee. And with that property, um, it was a lot more land for a lot less money. But it was going to come with a lot more struggles, a lot more unknown. And I just, between me and my husband, we prayed on it. And, you know, this show is about me being open and about everybody just we're family. So I'm just going to tell y'all, you know, we weren't sure. So we prayed. And my first go-to is, is, is God. 
because I've learned over the years that that's who we need to go to. That's who we have to seek first. And so I went to him and we even, we did lose money on the land in Tennessee, but I don't feel it is a loss because the property that he wanted us at though smaller has so much more opportunities and so much more natural resources here. There's two wells here, though they need improvements. They're still here. There's a empty Creek most of the time until it rains a whole lot, which my cousin and um, Sarah who come over from Missouri actually saw. And though it was a, a very interesting time, I was glad to be able to see where the water was going to go and where the land was going to, how, how the land was before we got further into our planting and into our garden. And so I was outside praying the night of the show that I aired the first one. I was out there praying and had been, you know, I just, I, a lot of my prayers or our conversations just with, with father and just, in general, like if somebody says they need a prayer, I have to say that prayer then because I'm sorry, but I, I will forget later on and I never want to forget somebody that needs a prayer. So I prayed then and I was I was walking the land and I'd been praying because I'd had this really odd dream the night before. And I'm I I give a lot of credit to dreams, but I don't base my entire life on that. And so I had uh, was out praying and talking to Father, and I found this plant, and I have this app, and I'm, I'm not going to get paid for this, but I, I am going to plug it a little bit here because it's a great app. It's called Picture This. Um, it's a really good app. You can take a picture of it, of whatever you're trying to identify, um, whatever plant it is out in your yard. And I took a picture of this really pretty plant. I've always been drawn to lots of plants that are purple. I love the color purple. And it was a very pretty purple plant. And then, so I took a picture of it. And this plant is called ironweed. And that's what I'm going to talk about myself tonight is with iron ironweed. Yes, that app is really good. It's free. I did pay... $29.99, I think it was, maybe $24.99. I can't remember now, but it's well worth the value of that. Hey, Brother Jeff, glad to see you here, brother. I, I'm not really in the chat part, but I'm here with you. Uh, we're just now kind of getting started. We've just had prayer and we're getting into the topic of ironweed. So you're you're good, man. Time is something man, that man invented, not God. We're always on his time, not man's time. So you're right on time. But I was out I was out here and I saw this plant. And like I said, the app is maybe $30 for the year if you want to purchase the premium. It does identify insects and how your health of your plant is. And I, like I said, I am not paid to promote that that app by no means, but it is a very good app if you do choose. So that's a very good $30 investment if you do that for the app. And uh -oh. oh, okay. I see. Oh, sorry. I thought I was texting there. Ryan, yes, yes. Your wife is our special guest and I'm so excited she's on here. Um, but with that plant, um, so I, I took a picture of it 
And I found out when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this is very neat. Like dandelion, ironweed is considered a weed. And we all know that dandelion, or we may not all know, but if you don't know, now you will. Dandelion is one of those plants that is really good for your heart. It's good for inflammation. It's good for arthritis. It's good for so many different things. It tastes disgusting. I'm not going to lie. It's not a good taste if you make it into a tea. You have to add some honey to it. And I'm a southern gal. We like sweet tea and and. We are the diabetes capital of the world because we like everything sweet and, and, and sugary. And so it, it's, a, it's a bitter taste, but it's not awful. You can also add it into your soups and you can add it. I did it into a, uh, my husband was making a chicken soup that we canned and it was really good. And that way you don't really notice that bitterness, but you're still getting the, the properties of it. But with ironweed, that one's actually one, um, very interesting enough, that's actually more beneficial than even ivermectin. You know, ivermectin has been a very big topic of lately and about, you know, because of the antiparasitic properties of ivermectin. And it makes total sense because we do deworm, and it's not, this is not a topic most people want to hear. But we deworm our pets, we deworm our livestock, but we don't really want to talk about deworming ourselves. And a lot of times, even though it's really gross, and as a, a woman that really this grosses out, that's something that, that we need to do ourselves. Because if we don't, and we eat pork as the prime example, if you eat pork, that's something that God didn't intentionally say was clean. But because of Jesus, we were able to have that because he said, you know, it's not what goes into the stomach, but what comes out of the heart is what really defines a person and, and shows their intention. And with that, so like with pork, you ever want to try excites experiments that support outside in the sun? Give it about 12 hours and then go look at it. Um, so with that, you know, we, we have to deworm ourselves. Yes, there are. Hey, Danica, we're so, I'm so glad you're here and welcome in. We have to deworm ourselves and that's gross. But ironweed is also one of those that Native Americans used. Um, the Cherokee Indians in particular, it, it's an all around treatment of all sorts of things from malaria um there is one that it's the oh my goodness just one second and i will get you that name it's the like armag Garum, and I'm probably saying that wrong, but I'm just like pulling it up. I had my notes, and because we've been moving today and really just last minute trying to be able to get in here, it took me a little bit. But that plant is native to tropical Africa, and that's the one that's actually good for malaria and good for parasites, although the others 
other species of ironweed, and there's over 25 different types, are very, very beneficial. They work for blood cleansers. They work for a digestive aid. For women, when you have your menstrual cycle or then you're having cramps, it works for that. It works for moms that are just delivering with like the afterbirth pain. It works for cold and flu remedies. It also, believe it or not, works for cancer. It works um, in 2016, 2017, they did studies and they found out that it was actually helping by a really funny word called apoptosis, which means cell death. It worked to help eliminate the cell. It caused a break to a link in the cell to where it could not proliferate the cancer cells and not only brain cancer, breast cancers, but other tumors that were growing throughout the body. Um, it also works to remove any kind of like if you've got like mucus and phlegm settling in, I would imagine. And this is not a medical interpretation. Just let me do a disclaimer real fast so that way I don't get in trouble. This is not medical advice. I am not a doctor. I am a nurse. I am licensed in South Carolina and like 39 other states. However, I am just giving you this information because it's important to know that this is a plant that can have healing properties. And just to quote scripture here, because Christ and, you know, our, our almighty savior, give us lots of healing remedies that big pharma was hiding from us. Just like with this iron weed, Genesis 129. And I'm going to read the King James version because I like it the best. And not that I'm, I'm cherry picking here, but they all are very similar. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. Now, in that scripture, I don't think that it's only just, you know, just these type plants. And the meat is not just like physical animal meat there's lots of things that provide sustenance and meat for us that may not necessarily be a meat i'm trying to catch up on the chat there i was missing what yes god gave yes ginger god gave us lots of beneficial plants and this was one of them because with the fact that this I looked at this plant and there's lots of different cancer studies that were done that showed that this plant, not just the root or the leaves, which the leaves is the main thing that was used, but the flower of it as well has been so beneficial and it's all over the world. It's not just in the U.S. You can find it in, in every zone, but for our European listeners, just know that like knapweed, it's Centauria nigra um, is the scientific name, or blue weed, or blue vervain. Even it's it's very similar to the the daisy family, um, and the Astra something word. Sorry, I don't have everything right here in front of me, but you can like right now in zone seven, 
it's flowering and starting to go to seed. So what you would be wanting to harvest if you're in this zone and you have it plentiful, and it, it's growing in everyone's backyard, I'm almost certain. The plant name is ironwood or ironweed. I'm sorry. I want to call it ironwood. And it makes me think of Iron Man because this plant really does help so much. There's like 20 different things that it will help from diabetes to um, cancers, kidney stones, um, menstrual pain. You can take it as the, if you do the leaves, you can make it into like even a salad. It is bitter. So you can put it into a salad. You can use it as tinctures, which our guest is going to to talk about um, in just a moment. You can, um, it's used for stomach ulcers. If you've got like loose teeth and tooth pain, you can grow it in a pot if you don't have a yard. So it is able to be grown in a pot. It, it's very easy to grow this plant. It's and, and the funny thing is, is that most people think it's a, a weed, like dandelion, that it's a weed. And though it is a weed, it does like a moist area and a moist environment. So if you're in a place where it's not very moist, you're going to, if you have it in a container, you're going to want to, you know, make sure it's offered a lot of water. Though the spot that it come up in, in my yard, and it come up on its own, I didn't plant this was uh at the top of a hill where water runs down it gets they from what i read it wants a lot of sunshine like full sun to moderate sun but it's in a partial shady area so it's not getting a lot of sun it's not a very big plant but it can grow up to 10 inches 8 to 10 inches um and it, it does grow like i said all over the United States and all over the world. It's in Europe. It's in Africa. I would imagine for our people that's in South America that it's there as well um, because sections of even where you're at is going to get this type of temperate um, areas at times. It may just be when you get your rainy season. So look when you get your rainy season, the way that uh, the leaves are, it's they're kind of serrated. They're oblong and green. Um, the plant itself, the flowers are very purple. And when they start to go to seed, there's like little little clusters all together in a little section. I've got some stuff up that I will share some pictures of. You can make tinctures of it as well. And that's been the most beneficial as far as the cancers for the glioblastomas. And for a lot of the other cancers, that's been the most beneficial route has been with a tincture. And with that, I'm going to bring our guest in so that way she can discuss some of our tinctures. This is Angie. Everyone, welcome Angie in. This is Ryan's wife. She has been dealing with tinctures for the last year. I know a lot of members here are starting to learn about tinctures and experiencing stuff with tinctures and starting to learn these old medicines that have been hidden from us because Big Pharma wants to make their money. So Angie, I'm going to let you go ahead and speak. I'm going to mute my mic if you want to go ahead and mute. Hi. Um, I'm new to 
do the pod beam thing, so Ryan's kind of trying to help me. <laughs> um, so I started making tinctures this summer. Um, I kind of did a whole bunch of research, um, and I definitely highly recommend that you do your own research on it. Um, can everybody hear? Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, awesome. Um, and as Nikki said, I'm not a doctor. I cannot, um, like, I'm not diagnosing anybody. I'm not, this is just research that I've done. Um, and um, definitely make sure that you ID your plants. Make sure that you know what it is that you're, you're bottling, what it is that you're making, because this is medicine. Um, and just like any medicine, um, you're going to have dosing and you're going to have, um, you can have side effects. Um, it really is medication. Um, I do all mine with fresh plant matter. Sorry. Um, I do, let me see if I can grab my earbuds real quick and see if that'll help any. Sorry. Um. I can get this to work. I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yay. All right. <laughs> um, so the best thing that I would say is definitely make sure that you, um, know your uh know what plant you're putting in your jar um i use fresh plant matter and i use 80 proof vodka they recommend that you use 100 proof vodka because with all your plant matter there is um alcohol soluble as well as water soluble properties that you want to draw out of your plants um if you do just water you're only going to get the water soluble properties if you do a higher proof alcohol you're not going to get a well-rounded medicine you're going to get only one property versus all the properties um so definitely make sure that you kind of watch what you're putting what liquid you're putting in with your plant matter um i do quart jars glass jars um i will pick my plant, whichever I'm doing. Um, this, I've done, this year alone, I've done goldenrod, sow thistle, red clover, bee balm, wild lettuce, self-heal, raspberry, corn silk. Um, I still need to do my horseradish tincture. Um, and um, basically, you cut up your plant um, the best that you can, stuff it in your jar, um, and then cover it with whatever liquid you're using, whether it be vodka or brandy. Um, like I said, I use 80 proof vodka. Um, that's usually what I have on hand at the house. Um, so, uh, you'll cut up your plant, you'll stuff it in like a quart jar or a quart jar, I'm sorry. And then you'll want to cover it with a, um, like a canning lid and a ring. You'll want to shake it every two to three days. 
and then kind of look at it and make sure that the liquid is all the way to the top because so long as the plant matter is submerged, you won't have any kind of molding or anything like that. But if there's plant matter that's out of the liquid, it can mold. It shouldn't because of the alcohol, but you just want to make sure. Um, hey, Angie. Sorry. So, Jeff, no, 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 you're great. Oh, so this okay. comes back to Jeff had a he had a question okay. sort of Sorry. about scotch. And it, it brought me up to what I had asked you last night yep. about rum. So can you tell and explain to everyone that's listening if you don't have vodka and about the proofs and how that works on with the tinctures? Depending on what you use, what kind of alcohol, it'll change the flavor. Um, I know most of the research that I've done and the videos that I've watched, um, they always use vodka. It's a clear liquid, so there's no colorant that can kind of, what's the word I want to say? Um, there's no colorant in the alcohol. It's a clear alcohol. Um, main The main thing when you use the alcohol is just to watch what proof you're using. Because, um, again, the each plant has water-soluble and alcohol-soluble valuable property so you want to kind of make sure that you're drawing from both instead of just one or just the other um that way you know the medicine is a well-rounded medication um i don't know if that answered anything i'm sorry no that was good so if you use something that's a lower strength a lower proof and like the highest proof, I think, is golden green, Everclear, and you know a lot of people that drink in their teens that were broke, like me, right. or like to make hunch punch. Um, you know that's the strongest, or, or moonshine. And so if you're going with a lower proof liquor, then you have to adjust the water volume, correct? Not necessarily, because I don't add any water to my tinctures, because when you have, like, if I did 100 proof, proof vodka, 100 proof means that 50% of that alcohol is already water, and 50% of it is alcohol. So I already know with my tincture that I'm getting equal parts. If I would do, like, 120 proof, then I know that my water is less than what alcohol is in there so if you wanted to add water you could but it's just kind of an easier no-brainer way to make a well-rounded one um and i'm all about simple <laughs> um when it comes to doing this uh but like i said i'm kind of new to all of it as well there is a lot of research that i would love to do but there just really isn't a lot of time honestly. Um, yeah, well, yes, exactly. And they, they've hidden a lot of it from us because, you know, yeah. doctors have what's called a standard of practice. And so because of big pharma and the lobbyists, that standards of practice doesn't involve anything holistic. But fortunately for us nurses, we do and are able, and it's within our scope of practice, to practice holistic medicine, which includes all, all of the herbs. And I think this is one of those that's, that's very beneficial. There's so many other 
the hundred proof men a hundred percent. Not no, but that's gonna hundred percent get you drunk. I guarantee it. If you are drinking anything hundred proof, anything over eighty proof and eighty proof and above, really, is gonna definitely get you drunk. So yeah, and she's gonna um, kill me probably. But our new mini admin mod in here is Miss Ginger. And she's been hiding under a rock, but we're not letting her hide under a rock anymore. So, y'all, welcome Ginger as my admin mod. Yep, I sprung it on her. She she didn't she didn't want it. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Angie, but I kind of did that, and because she had that question, I had to just throw her in there on that, so she didn't want to kill me. And we're all family here, so. It's wonderful. But yes, with with the tinctures, and that's been the really good one for ironweed, which is what we've been talking about, is, is doing the tinctures of that. You can make teas of that, and I believe the recipe was, um, I think it was one part, no, two parts. of the crushed leaves to eight parts water is what I think it is. I will post it in the garden, but I think it was two parts of the crushed. You can use the leaf. The leaf is the most potent, um, but when it starts flowering, the leaves, all the energy goes from the leaves to the flower when it starts flowering. And so, if right now you're just finding it out in your yard, and like I said, I'm in zone seven. So, everybody that's in the zones that are colder that have already experienced frost, you may just be able to get the seed to, to save. I won't be able to harvest any myself this year because it's just a small section. And so, I'm going to allow it to reseed itself right there in the same spot. And I'm praying that it will come back okay and what we'll do wonderful but it um i if you go out and look and like i said you could do the free picture this and go out and find it in your yard that's going to be one if you have some and you have a lot especially if you have a field if you have cows if you have horses if you have just a field that's got water and a lot of places have had a lot of water lately um, in the southeast with Florida. And our prayers are still with Florida and our Hurricane Ian victims and, and everybody that was affected by that. Because that was harp and that was very, very sad. But it's been wonderful to see everyone, not just Bard's family, but with Ryan Hall and with Richard Citizen Journalist and... Everyone but FEMA has stepped up to help everyone down there. So I thank Jesus for that. And we just continue to keep them in our prayers. But with this herb, this plant, and Angie, I'm going to let you speak of your favorite plant in just a moment. There's so, it's everywhere. So like our friends in Texas, our friends in Indiana and Iowa and especially Conley with all of his cattle. Brother, you could go out there and you should go be harvesting all this ironweed 
for everyone. There's many different colors. It goes from purple to orange and lots of different ones. Let it dry. Especially, like, if you've got the leaves, like I said, you could put it in a salad. But it's very, very beneficial. And it's going to help. You know, we Southerners have this phrase. It cures whatever ails you. Well, it's like that. It's going to cure whatever ails you. Kind of thing. Yeah, see, you have lots. I bet you do have lots. Because it loves that kind of environment. So, Angie, I want you to go ahead and tell everyone now what your favorite herb is and your favorite tincture to make. Well, <laughs> um, so far, the only one that I've really used is the wild lettuce and the self-heal. Because um, this season for us, um, after you bottle it, you have to shake it every couple days. And then um, you don't bottle it for six to eight weeks. So you let the plant sit in there. Um, and then you strain it out with like cheesecloth um, and put it in. I have the amber bottles with the medicine droppers in it, basically. Um, and the self-heal um, is actually good for um, inflammatory bowel disease, diarrhea, um, colic, stomach upset, irritation. It can be used for mouth and throat ulcers, sore throat, internal bleeding, any of that. Um, and the wild lettuce actually is a weed that grows in my yard, um, which looks a lot like sow thistle. So definitely make sure that you look at the plant. The underside of the leaves will have a um, kind of like a pokey spine down the center of the leaf. But when you break the leaf open, it has a milky white substance. And sow thistle is the same thing, except it does not have the spines under the leaf. Um, but wild lettuce is actually an opioid. Um, you can use it for pain relief, whooping cough, asthma, urinary tract problems, cough. If you have trouble sleeping, restlessness, painful periods, joint pain, poor circulation. Um, so there's a lot uh, of good medicines out there, um, especially since up until this year, I always pulled it because I thought it was a weed. Um, and uh, with having... I have fibromyalgia, so there's a lot of pain. Um, and with taking the wild lettuce, it's kind of, for me, the equivalent of a couple ibuprofen. Now, with trying, because I haven't tried all of them yet, um, you only do a couple drops in, like I mix it in a little bit of water, like a shot glass of water. Um, and you take it just a few drops at a time to see how your body's going to react. Um because again, it's medicine. So you have to be aware that there can be side effects or that your body may not kind of mesh with it as you hope. Um, so there's always to err on the side of caution. Um, but there's a lot that I'm excited to try. Um, the goldenrod reduces inflammation, relieves muscle spasms, fights infections, lower blood pressure, um, treats urinary tract infection. Um, prevents and treats kidney stones. Um, so thistle can be used to treat skin and eye problems. Red clover can be used to purify your blood. Uh, it improves circulation. It helps cleanse the liver. Um, it's an expectorant, so it helps clear your lungs of any mucus. Uh, it's a diuretic, which a lot of the tinctures that I made end up 
being that most of them are diuretic. Um, corn silk treats kidney stones. It's a diuretic, um, helps with the prostate, um, helps with obesity, bedwetting, urinary infections. Um, my raspberry tincture is anti-inflammatory and a relaxant. Um, the bee balm that I did is antimicrobial. It kills germs, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Um, so that's kind of, there's a lot of good ones to have on hand, even if you're not going to use them daily. Um, one that I'm wanting to try this year is poke root. And that is kind of a last resort tincture. Um, and if you are making a tincture out of any root, you need to wait until the plant kind of dies off because as the plant grows, it sends all of its nutrients and its energy up into the plant so it can flower and grow. And if you're harvesting the root, you want to harvest the root with all the medicinal properties in it. So you want to wait until the plant dies and kind of sends everything back to the root. Um, same with dandelion, you can use the root during the year. Um, but if you want, I guess, the bigger bang for your buck per se, um, you're going to want everything to go back to the root. So that way all its medicinal properties are in higher quantities. Um, so that's another one, kind of like my horseradish tincture. You can only harvest horseradish the month that it's an R. Um, there's an R in it. That's what I was always told. So now that we're into September, October, November, all the leaves have died off and all its nutrients are in the root. So now is when I want to harvest my horseradish for my tinctures. Um, and that one's good for cleaning out your sinuses, really. Um, so that's kind of kind of where hey, I'm Hey, Angie, on, on the tinctures, how long do they keep? Do they keep indefinitely? Um, once um, and I know them. you need to do, uh, it's beneficial to use just from what I learned with doing essential oils is to use a, a dark jar, like a brown jar yep. to yep, keep the light the from it. You want to keep the heat down just like with the teas and for like the iron weeds, you want to, if you're going to make a tea with it, you want to, to get the most use, use the tincture. To get the most benefits, I'm sorry, not for the most use, the most benefits use the tincture. If you make a tea, I would boil the water first and let it steep a little bit and then just add your leaves as it starts cooling down. It's going to not be very tasty, but if you just do a quick shot of it, and that's basically what you kind of do if you're doing a tea it's not like something you're going to really be sipping on for a while it's something that especially with a lot of us that like sweet things is to you know just get it down and over but so how long is are the tinctures good for um pretty much indefinitely if i because i have a lot of jars in my cold room with my canning and my tinctures and everything. If one got pushed to the back, I could go to it 10 years and it would still be good. The alcohol is going to keep it and preserve it. Um, I do bottle it into the smaller jars. Um, and the best way to do that, once you um, strain it out with a cheesecloth or muslin cloth or whatever you choose to use um, to get all the plant out, is to take like a 
medicine syringe, basically. Um, I went to our farm and family store and bought some. So that way you can draw it out of the bigger bowl to put it in the little amber bottles um, because otherwise it's a big mess because they're, I have one and two ounce bottles. So they're very small amounts. And to try to pour with the funnel, it just ends up all over. And I worked hard to make my tinctures and I don't want to spill them. <laughs> so that's the easiest way for me to bottle them. Um, so that's how I do it. But there is a lady on YouTube that I watch. Um, her channel is called She of She is of the Woods. Um, and she shows you step by step how to make the tinctures. Um She's the one that I watched for the poke root, and she actually still has some of her grandmother's poke root that they made a long, long time ago um, because it is one that you, it's kind of a last resort one. It's very potent, so they used it very sparingly. So this is the first time that she's making it um, because they haven't needed to make it since then. Um, so it will keep for a very, pretty much indefinitely a very long time. Awesome. That's very, that's wonderful, you know, because a lot of these things that our ancestors, you know, they use this kind of stuff. But from what I was researching, and I've been researching a lot of different plants and just different herbs as I come across them and the benefits of them and have found just like with fermenting, that's something that's been lost with a lot of different people, especially here in America, because they, they geared us towards this path of everything's got to be fast. Everything's got to be automatic. You got to have it now. Even with, you know, and like when I get to a fast food place, I really start to think of when I, when I'm there, because I, though my husband says I'm very picky on things. It, I don't mind waiting if you're going to fix it right for me, right? But if I'm waiting, you know, and you still can't seem to, to like a burger, I like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of like a kid like this. I like ketchup, mustard, pickles, bacon, cheese, meat, bread. And when I get it with mayonnaise and everything else on it, yes, I like tomatoes. Yes, I love I love lettuce. And just like with the pokey lettuce, that is the wild lettuce. That's, I mean, it's so beneficial. And it's something that we've, we think now if you go out there and just kind of grab it, then people think you're crazy. But that's some of the things that were so much better for us. And then we go out and, you know, we go to a fast food place and that's so much you know, we can't even get what we want. And it's like, I don't mind waiting, but okay. And, and with tinctures and with herbs, that's something that does take time. That's something that, you know, you're, when you start making your tinctures, you know, four to six weeks, that's a, that's a short time, to be honest. And some of the stuff, like with fermenting, you know, you're looking at six months with like oregano or basil, Oregano was one of the best ones, too, that you can make tinctures of that will get rid of lots of different colds and and chest things that are going to happen at flu season. Well, your oregano starts coming in, you know, in the summer, the 
late spring, early summer, and then it continues coming in till the fall, then that's when you start harvesting it. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I can't do the mayo. I, I, now sourdough I could do. See, this is what happens when I read the chat. I get distracted. <laughs> but I, 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 I don't do mayonnaise on my burgers. No. But on, on with the herbs, like with oregano, you when you're, you know, go to make a tincture for the oregano, like all of oregano, and that one is one that you don't really use the alcohol for, but you use either a coconut oil as a carrier. And by carrier... We're talking about something that's going to pull and extract the properties from the plant that you're going to be needing that's beneficial. And with that, so like if you're making, if you, you know, you do a tincture of the oregano and you could do it, I'm sure, in alcohol as well. But that's something that's very beneficial. It's got antimicrobial properties. It's. It's an antifungal, and like like with ironweed, that one. I mean, if that one is an antiparasitic and can treat cancer, and I've seen lots of different studies. I didn't just read on you know, ooh, the internet said this, and so I gotta believe it now. You know, we're all smart enough to have discernment on that. But I did look at the the journals and those journals, and I do have a room on Telegram for this show. I created it last week. It's because it's kind of new. Um, I didn't already have it up, but I do have it up. It's on Telegram. Let me pull up this channel name because I had to do something weird with the actual name. It's Knickknacks. It's public. But as far as the link goes, it's T.M.E. Nikki's N-I-K-K-I-S. Knacks. N-A-K-S. If you want to find it there, you're more than welcome to join. And I've got some of these articles that has actual doctor-reviewed info. And they've known about this one particular plant, ironweed, for years. This was actually in the 1800s that they used this plant and before. So it's something that was definitely used by our ancestors and when pharmacia and Big Pharma took over. It was something that was lost. So every Monday, what I'm wanting to do with you guys, and I thank you so much, Angie, for coming on with me. I appreciate all of the info that you had to share. And Angie is Ryan's wife. She is in the garden room with us. And I'm going to make sure she gets an invite to Nikki's knickknacks or Nikki's next on the, as far as the telegram link, she'll make sure, I'll make sure she gets that link to join us over there. And we're going to be sharing some of the things from the show over on that channel. So that way y'all can be able to find it and go back and look for yourselves. But there's so many different plants, like she said, with the goldenrod, goldenrod's blooming right now. The ironweed off obviously is blooming. And there's many others that are in your yards as well. Yeah, I'll make sure to go ahead and share that link. I'll share it in the garden. Um, like I said, it's new. And I'm just, I'm getting started with this. And like I said, it's all God-led and centered. And so if you can get in there, check it out. Great. If you can't, I understand. 
Um, but it, it's going to have, on Mondays, we're going to have regular shows at 7 p.m. Eastern. I believe that would be 6 Central for you guys in, like, Texas. And for our Pacificers on the West Coast, it's 4 p.m. This time works really good on our Monday shows. It's going to be all about health and wellness. Um, yes, Ginger, if you want to go ahead and share it here, that is awesome. And I definitely appreciate it for sure. Thank you so much. And so on all of the Mondays, we're going to have health and wellness. It's going to be different herbs. There's so many that we have not even realized that was here. So each week is going to be featuring a new plant, a new herb, and a new way to use that plant. If any of you have experience and want to be a calling guest, I will welcome you in and would love to hear you. That was one of the big things that I'd actually thought about before was having people call in or do a show or something that where everybody can kind of share what they're doing in their community on Wednesdays, right now, Monday and Wednesdays are the only days that I have set up right now. But on Wednesdays, we're going to talk more of religion. What's going on in scripture that's applicable to now? What's going on in religious news? And kind of what's happening as far as what's going on in our legislator, um, or legislation regarding anything going on with religion and so that way you can kind of keep up with what's going on i know that our big impact is on the local level and so as long as y'all are aware of what's going on then we can counteract what they have going on i thank you so much angie for being here and everyone else in the live chat thank you ginger for not wanting to murder me for just automatically making you an admin even though you sent me a message earlier that said not to just yet um but i love you thank you jeff thank you echoes thank you tim thank you everyone for being here so much i definitely appreciate it and we're gonna close out with a prayer and if i can figure it out i'll play music for us again so if y'all bow your heads with me we'll pray Heavenly Father, we thank you for coming into this, this wonderful family, this fellowship, and just blessing us with the knowledge of things that you wanted us to know, but that evil tried to take away from us. And now we have the technology that was once bad, and now we're using that for God. We're turning that around on all things evil and all things that are, that are trying to say, you know, pornography should be what people should look at on the internet. And now we're taking that and turning that into ways to heal others, to make them better without having to use the medicine, without having to go to a doctor who's only going to try to prescribe them something that a pharmacist has come in during a lunch hour and bought and paid for their time by food. Father God, we pray that that you open the eyes of so many to see that, that, that the health industry is just that. It's an industry to make money. We see that the studies at Vanderbilt are, are being shown to everyone else with the, the transgender surgeries and 
the children. And Father God, we thank you for the eyes that are being opened to that and the fact that's being stopped in Tennessee. And we pray for that to be stopped everywhere worldwide, that they cannot have our children. This evil is not going to be allowed to have our children. We are going to take a stand for them and we're going to say no, no more of this. We're going to take control of our health. We are not going to be subdued by the conveniences of the modern world because we know that we are not of this world but in this world so we're going to go back to the ancient past and the ancient lands and we're going to prescribe to a new way that you give us father god the way that you taught us in the beginning in genesis you give us these things and yet so many people still fail to lack a lot of the faith and the trust to believe in those the worst that can happen even with any of these herbs, any of these plants that's growing out in our gardens is that we may get a little bit nauseous. But the worst that's going to happen to us if we subdue ourselves to big pharma is that we could die. We're seeing so many people, so many innocent people from this COVID vaccine from falling to this trap of medicines and this pill's going to make you better. That we've seen so many that are fathered that that they're having to take another pill for this and another pill for that and another pill for that. And Father God, we know that's not your intentions. You made this body, our bodies, the way that you did, you wanted it and the way, that, the way that you designed it was so perfect that we can heal ourselves. That you give us the power, you give us the glory, you give us the grace to be able to know when something's wrong and our body senses what it needs. And then we, we find that item whether it's in our yard or it's in in the grocery store, we, we, we know what our body's wanting because it craves that one particular thing. And right now, Father God, so many people are craving your word and your message and your love. And I just pray that they, they know that you're with them because Jesus sacrificed himself on that cross for us. That blood, that red and that blue, or red and that white, that blood and that, that bread, that body, that spirit, of Jesus Christ in the flesh is what's made us new and what's made us whole. So together we are able to be saved by that amazing grace. And I thank you, Father, for that. And it's in his holy name, Jesus Christ's mighty name, I pray. Amen.
Take me home, take me home, home, home. 
cups gold and cigarettes Now I'm just hooked on Nicorette Trying not to be like my old man But the older I get, the more I am Trying to get paid and little I made, y'all Hey, y'all, at the end of the day, y'all I'm just another John Deere guy Up on a track, trying to steer my daughters off the pole And my son's out of jail Trying to get to church so I don't go
It's like he understood my I don't wanna be here face I didn't bow my head Not one single prayer But he just shook my hand Said I'm glad you're here He says we'll all be judged But he was never judgmental And even though my songs They don't belong in no hymnal He quote me my lyrics Slapped me on the back Said man you got a gift How you write like that Yeah I know He sounds cool right Not your typical kid from Sunday school right I still ain't figured out church yet But Craig I get So now he can't walk on water Or turn a nap for valley red But he just might be tight With a man that did Now he ain't the light of the world But I wish mine was bright as hell Yeah, he just might be tight With a man that did a record deal y'all the perks fade fast dealership said we're gonna need to get that minivan back so we were down on one car and broke as i felt had my wife and six kids and only five seatbelts i needed help please but i couldn't admit i was struggling i said craig it's all good but he knew it all wasn't I hey man i'm praying for you would have been sufficient but nah he took roadside assistance to a whole nother level to sacrificial heights Showed up at the ballpark after my son's game One night in two cars with his wife, Laura, watching from the other So what in the world are y'all doing here, brother? He just laughed beside that old Chrysler town and country van With the keys and the title and a pen in his hand Said, man, all you gotta do is sign on this, y'all so I said, nah, no way, but he wouldn't take nah for an answer He said, please, dude, somebody did this for me once Just let me do this for you We argued about it for a little while Then I teared up Craig smiled, so now he can't walk on water, or turn a nap for valley red, but he just might be tight with a man that did, now he ain't the light of the world, but I wish mine was bright as hell, yeah he just might be tight with a man that did. Sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet. But Craig, I get. So now he can't walk on water. I'm trying to never find a red. But he just might be tight with a man that did. Shame to be adequately grateful at the moment But I signed the dotted line And I drove the kids home And when a cop pulled up beside us at the light They didn't have to duck Cause thanks to Craig They were all buckled up